This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. I love, I love, I love, I love the power club. Come with me if you want to live. I love, I love, I love, I love the power club. All right, welcome to another episode of the No Time for Time Travel podcast, where we are a podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me all the way from Paris is my co-host, Kwok. Hello. All right, so we are on episode 119, and um, <clears throat> that's a lot of episodes. Um, <coughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, so actually this week, uh, we are going to be talking about what happened at D23. Um I told you two more things that I forgot what the topic was. Do you remember? Oh, uh, uh, D. I think it was a lot of it. it was D twenty three Marvel stuff. Uh, let me see. Uh, the Joker. Uh, yeah, that was like general news, but I think it was D twenty three and. Oh my gosh. Yeah, guys, we are so unprepared. Um, uh, yeah, D23 and news. Let's just say that. Yes. yes. Okay. But anyway, uh, before we get started, uh, how have you been doing? Uh, good. I'm just trying to figure out what happened this week. But uh, so far, it's been not bad. Um, I'm more or less settled into my, my new flat now. So it's uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, no more running, not a lot of running around uh, as much as before. Um, the weather was, it had like a mini heat wave again. And then uh, it, it, it calmed down a bit. Cool. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, cool, cool. But uh, you seem to be very busy on events and happening. Events, yeah, yeah. No, I, we just got back from honeymoon and then we went to D23. So that, that was that, yeah. And it's funny you say you got a heat wave because at D20, not at D23, uh, at, in Cancun, we actually got thunderstorms. Oh, I would rather get thunderstorm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was scary because we were in a... Island. Yeah. Coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the thunderstorms yeah. are pretty bad too. Cause like when I was, I took a shot of it with the video camera, like on my phone mm-hmm. and it was insane. Cause then, uh, I got a few of the lightning strikes on video and they were just like huge lightning strikes that hit in the middle of the ocean. And this is at one or 2 a.m. But when you saw those lightning strikes, it basically lit up the entire night, like as if it was like seven or 8 p.m. in a split second. Yeah. And it's not like one by one. It's not like one lightning strike and then one thunder, um, thunder response it was more like three or four or even sometimes i i think i saw at most like six or seven like go concurrently and then later on you see you hear all the sounds like just back to back like boom 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 so it's it was like pretty scary um oh yeah yeah no no, i I think it's just definitely depend on the setting like for me uh i uh, the thunderstorm would not be as scary just because I'm in like the middle of the city away from like uh the the uh, the giant ocean, so I wouldn't be like flooded in or anything like that. But you guys are in Cancun, right? So it's like, oh, bye, Tony. I hope you know how to swim well. <laughs> yeah, it's it. The hotels are like you get out of the hotel, and I I don't know if you um you've been to Cancun or not, but you when mm-hmm. you get out of the hotel tell right and then you just step out of your room to the back area with the pools and stuff right there is mm-hmm. the beach too so you are literally at the coast yeah yeah so yeah it's it's a very weird double-edged sword because then uh, at resorts and stuff you're supposed to like stay at those nice places and have like a beach view and everything but when it becomes 
uh, that it becomes like uh, filled with thunder and uh, waves crashing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit scarier. <laughs> yeah, actually, when uh, speaking of waves crashing at night, right? We're not used to hearing waves crashing that much. So it's the same sound that you kind of oh. hear of just like rain uh, when you're when you have rain, like constant rain. But we just hear it all night because that's just how it is. Waves just crashing. And um, it it just, it's weird. I don't know. It's like, when I used to that, because over here, all I hear are like airplanes that fly over me every night. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it is different. But having said that though, like during daytime, being at the resort, you know, being able to like just chill at the pool, um, you know, get grab food whenever we want and watch TV, whatever. It, it was just nice to just chill just relax and do nothing and yeah it's yeah yeah for, for listeners who don't know for tony to not do to do nothing that that's an amazing feat of its own because if you think about like all his schedule his whole uh, his everyday schedule it, it includes not only work but on top of like being part of organization and homework uh that are i guess it got you said it was like busier now uh for this specific class as well oh yeah <laughs> So it's like more papers and homework. So imagine like uh, uh, grad uh, grad school plus well, full time work plus organizing stuff plus working with uh, was it escape room and stuff like that. And now he he could take a break, a real break. <laughs> so so when he said like it feels nice to to do nothing, that that's what he means. It, it's really rare for him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it was so nice just to like wake up and have like no responsibilities for that whole like few days you know so yeah did you um did you have a hard time transitioning into it or did you transition it pretty well because i know some people like who are in like the work mentality who work 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 and the moment they do nothing they feel like something's wrong um i think i was too much fearing for my life that <laughs> you got on day one yeah now we ran into some issues the the cops did stop our shuttle so um we had to we we had to well we were kind of freaked out because i i'm i'm not sure if you're familiar but in in uh, mexico all the cops they actually have mm-hmm. rifles like you know m4a1 oh. type of rifles so that part's scary and then like they stopped us and we didn't know what was going on. Um, and mm. uh, yeah, so our driver had to go out and then I guess just talk to the cops and pay them or something. And then uh, we were able to go through. But oh. it was scary. It, it was pretty scary. So yeah. yeah. So the, the whole time I was well, there, it was more it. like, I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> A humbling experience. Yes, that's how the vacation was. Being happy to be alive and being able to enjoy us. But you know, the other thing too is that I uh, I also didn't, drink at all um we had all-inclusive resort but i didn't drink because um one of my other friends kind of scared me he said that sometimes the drinks may get you sick on purpose so that you have to rack up hospital bills so i'm like oh okay well i mean no i don't want to so it was yeah we just ate and that's it ate and then had regular um non-alcoholic drinks and even the yeah. food too i was a little bit scared too because like um I, I don't know how the food is prepared sometimes, and it, it kind of scares me because I'm sensitive to certain things. Uh, so oh. it's just, you know, um, I had to be careful about what kind of food I chose so I wouldn't get sick. So <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm a paranoid person, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of on the topic of, like, food and sensitivity, I, w- I was talking to uh, one of my colleagues uh, I met up a while back, or not a while back, like a, a few weeks ago, um, 
and she lives in LA and she has a lot of like uh she's sensitive to a lot of food I guess because of uh, allergies etc etc stuff like that uh so and she said that when she's in the state she can really eat a lot of things because it'll give her some sort of medical condition uh, there's some sort of medical condition uh, condition uh that will end up happening but when she's in Europe she can eat those sort of things uh, she can eat again <laughs> So it's like all, all the stuff that she was sensitive to, she could actually eat and not have uh, and suffer any consequences as much. So it's like, oh, it's, that's quite interesting to hear uh, of how like uh, the food was prepared, right? So the food prepared in the U.S. had the issue with her? What? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, um, yeah, so because you know how like uh, in the U.S. it's a lot of processed food, stuff like that. But when she's in Europe, she she's doesn't have any issues uh, with eating uh, anything at all, or ninety percent of things. So food in the the in Europe uh, were prepared in a different way that allow her to eat uh, freely. I mean, I I do believe that because uh, there's something to be said about certain diseases where it exists more in the U.S. and it's not like as as uh, prevalent in the UK or in any other European country, uh, because the way that it's prepared in European countries tend to, you know, like what you said, be less processed. It's more natural, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah I, I believe that. Yeah, and it's. I think that it made me realize that more because uh, I've been uh, eating a lot of cheese over here, and my God, I I don't even think I have like. Um, but I'm not even. I don't think I have, I'm like lactose intolerant before. But but uh, back in the states, if I eat too much, then of course there's issues. But here, I'm like, man, I'm sure it's gonna hit me one day. But until then, I'm gonna enjoy this like nonstop dairy consumption. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much cheese. I'm like, come on, any minute now, any minute now, it's gonna go bad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny because like, if you look at the cheese in the US, like, let's say look at American mm-hmm. cheese, right? American Kraft Singles. Mm-hmm. You look at it, it's actually not like it's the furthest thing away from cheese. Like the ingredients in there aren't even cheese. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But funny enough, I love Kraft Singles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Mm, plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, plastic, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So for the guys, uh, for the listeners who, uh, you know, guys and gals, you guys are listening and you don't know, uh, we are a podcast that is a nerdy podcast. And what we talk about in the beginning is just us catching up. So you guys listen through this and are like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll get on to some news in a bit. Um, are you okay? We're going to the news right now. <laughs> okay. Yep, that's fine. We have a yeah, lot. Yeah, right? I have a long list. Yeah. All right. So a lot of the stuff happened since the last time we actually talked, which is about three weeks ago. Because uh, yeah, we had mm-hmm. a few episodes that was pre-recorded in between. But first thing is the show Krypton on uh, Sci-Fi. It got canceled, and that was not good. I guess. Oh. Not good that it okay. got canceled. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the the show Wu Assassins was released, and that did you watch that show? No, I only saw like the uh, previews for it. Okay, I was actually when I first saw the the trailer for Wu Assassins, I was very happy that the main guy, um, I think his name is Eco or something, the actor. Mm-hmm. Let me check. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Wu Assassin. Huh? He <laughs> said that the main guy was Asian. It's not that. It's more of that he was a yeah Eco Uwais. Um, he's a very well known 
martial artist actor in uh, Indonesia. And he was in like oh, okay. really critically, not critically acclaimed, but really like highly reviewed uh, movie called The Raid is an action movie. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see that he's doing a movie in the US or a series in a US got like funded show, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, he's actually on a Netflix show. So that actually pushed me to watch it. And um, <clears throat> after I started watching it, I noticed like most of the cast on there is like pretty good too. Um, the the main like one of the main guys, uh, Uncle Six. Um, it's funny because like you know it's based in Chinese triad stuff, right? So so Uncle oh, Six, yeah, yeah. you know, in, in Vietnamese we say you know like Gao Sao, like that that makes sense, right? Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's played by Buren Man, and Buren Man, if you don't remember, uh, he is the actor who played Ryu in Street Fighter that had uh, Van Damme in it. Oh, so so he's back. <laughs> That's uh <laughs> yeah so so lots of uh like really uh cool actors in there that are asian except the first few episodes were rough like the first few episodes had really really bad acting but like once you get through like the first few episodes it gets a lot better so it how many episodes does it have maybe 10 let me check it's like okay. one of the short like you know netflix series where they just have like a, a short season to get the full story through yeah yeah 10 episodes and um yeah it's uh the basic idea of it is that he's a restaurant uh sorry he's, he's a chef and then he suddenly gets he becomes the chosen one for something and then you kind of find out yeah so, yeah um mm-hmm. yeah so i do recommend people watch it just the first few episodes i'm sorry but I promise it gets better. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Wu Assassins. And uh, let's see, what else am I going to say? So overall, the movie is pretty, I mean, the show is pretty good. I like it. The action scenes are like really, really well choreographed. So, yeah. But uh, speaking, oh yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is that it feels like that show was how the Iron Fist should have been. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway. Uh, next thing is Mortal Kombat movie um, announcements. <clears throat> so I was so happy when they said Luddy Lin is going to be Liu Kang. So Luddy Lin, he did you ever watch Black Mirror? No, oh, not really. Okay, so in Black Mirror, there was one of these the episodes that that um kind of like tackled a video game thing where you know a virtual reality video game and in the video game there was a a, a fighting character. So it it was like going through. I don't know how to explain it. It's like very Black Mirror-ish, where it's kind of like weird. It, it went through like the perspective of the video game characters. Um, so it was like a Tekken, like Mortal Kombat, like fighting game. And then uh, Luddy Ling was already in it as, you know, the mm-hmm. Liu Kang ki- kind of person. Um, and then the other thing that's... Oh, okay. yeah, the, the, the other thing that's really cool too is Luddy Lin was in the most recent Power Rangers reboot um, as Zack. And, and then mm-hmm. I heard that he was announced for like being Liu Kang in the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, a Power Rangers actor in a Mortal Kombat movie as the star. I'm like, oh, my mind is blown. So <laughs> <laughs> It's everything Tony ever wanted and more. Yeah, so, so that was really cool. Um, other casting news is Louis Tan. He uh, he was in... Did you watch Deadpool 2? Yeah, I did. Do you remember when they casted uh, their like uh, their team in that movie? Deadpool interviewed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So there was one character that was like a, a wearing white and he was like a ninja. His name was Shatterstar. You remember that guy? No. He's a... No. He's part of the group that died in it. I mean, that entire team, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I only remember like three th- three people oh. uh, that, that that died. I think one was like the invisible one, the normal one. No, never mind. Only two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the third one was the, the ninja guy. 
But anyway, <laughs> that guy is actually being uh, casted in Mortal Kombat right now, and we're not sure who he is okay. going to be. But I think uh, it's either they it says either Liu Kung Lao or someone else. Um, oh, okay. And then uh, Jessica McNamee is going to be playing as Sonya. Sorry, the other guy's name is Louis Tan. Uh, Jessica McNamee is going to be playing Sonya. I'm not sure what she's from. Um, Josh Lawson is going to be playing Kano. So, um, Josh Lawson, if you guys watch Superstore, he plays the pharmacist on Superstore. And now he's going to be playing Kano in Mortal Kombat. So, <clears throat> it's funny because, hey, pharmacist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tadanobu Asano is going to be Raiden. Makad Brooks is going to be Jackson, uh, Jackson Bridge, which is Jack. And Makad Brooks is actually the guy who plays Jimmy Olsen on the Supergirl TV series. So, he's going to be playing jacks and um cc stringer is melina joe taslam he's actually a pretty uh, decent martial artist actor he's gonna be playing sub-zero uh chin mm-hmm. han who plays the you know uh was it the the asian triad boss in the dark knight he's gonna be playing score mm-hmm. was it score uh, no sub uh shang sung and okay and this one is i'm pretty excited hiroki hiroyuki sonata uh, he's going to be playing Scorpion. And did you... You already watched Endgame. Do you remember the scene where Hawkeye was in Japan? Wait, in Endgame? Yeah. Hawkeye? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, sorry, I, I was I was thinking of of, um, of a different movie. But yes, I guess Japan. Yes, I remember. Okay, so the guy that he fought, the the, the Asian guy, samurai guy with the sword, um, the Hawkeye fought. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that actor, he's going to be playing Scorpion. Hmm. Is he a real martial artist? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. He's uh, he's also played like the oh. the Silver Samurai in in the Wolverine movie, and he's also let me see what else was he in? He was in Lost as well. <laughs> he was in a lot of stuff, and it's like you kind of like you always like see him, and you're like, oh, I've seen you somewhere. So oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. I see. Say so, yeah, yeah, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited with uh with him being uh Scorpion. Um, all right. So the next news item is. You want to talk about this, The Matrix 4? I don't even know about oh, it. Oh, I thought you were the one who told me about it. I Oh, well, I only saw, like, briefly like, the the news ads about it, or the news uh, feed about it. Man, it's, sorry, it was been, it's been two, is it three weeks? I totally forgot <laughs> about Matrix 4. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think it was mentioned that it's going to be the original, not original, not all the original cast, but it's going to be most of the original uh, or main cast uh, with her name. Carrie Ann Moss. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be her uh, and it's Keanu Reeves as well. And I don't think... They didn't mention anything about uh, for for Morpheus or anything like that, though, right? No, Lawrence Fishburne isn't confirmed yet, so um, that's the only person left. But I mean, t- yeah, they should. So- I mean, all three of them were in the John Wick movies, so so they should. <laughs> yeah, they should have him. So so it's only like for for sure it's confirmed that um, Keanu Reeves uh, or like the the two um, fighting actors, main fighting actors, are going to be in the Matrix Four, which I don't know what's going to be about yet. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do this because the the series kind of ended like with you know it, it had a pretty definitive end on uh, Matrix Three. Yeah, I totally forgot what it was about. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Neo actually uh, sacrificed himself to save humanity, oh. and then the Matrix got rebooted in, and I think it was um uh it's more like in harmony or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so. but yeah, I, it's kind of weird when 
what what you call it um the what was originally a trilogy they make it into a quadri a quadrology quadrilogy well i I Something heard like, that they were doing this as a kickoff for another trilogy. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to see more of Matrix? Um, if the story's good, I mean, part of my hope is that. So, so <laughs> I like merging franchises. I like uh, creative story merging. So, part of my hope, I know it's not going to happen, but I, I really hope that Matrix Four somehow ties to Terminator Dark Dark Fate, where like Terminator Dark Fate is kind of like. The reason why the Matrix happened, because oh, they stopped Judgment Day, but then on the other hand, they created the Matrix. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. robots. Um, and then the other thing too is that you know, what if this the the Matrix, right? It has like different um, versions, like an operating system. So it would be really mm -hmm. cool if John Wick's uh, environment was actually one of the versions of the Matrix. So I don't know. It it would be cool. I mean, John Wick Four is going to be coming out around the same time as Matrix Four, so I, I don't know. They could tie it in. What if What if his real name was actually John Wick? No, it's not you. So this is like uh, it's like a split alternate uh, universe sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like he sacrificed himself, but then is he's actually in like another parallel universe or not parallel, but uh, in another alternate universe where the more where that's why like he could see like. Yeah, in John Wick, he could fight so many people because he has like the mindset of back when he was in Matrix and could kind of see things. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean that explains a lot about John Wick. <laughs> yeah, so it's just more like without like all the reality, reality. I mean, um, the the background of uh, running by, by uh, all the digital stuff, but <laughs> he can actually see like in in real life or like real day, uh, real life, real day. Uh, encounters. So it's just like, oh, it makes perfect sense. And there's no Trinity or Morpheus because they're in the other world. <laughs> it's only John Wick. I mean, only uh, only Neo and a random dog. But but did you see John? Do you watch John Wick? Uh, I haven't seen the latest oh, one yet. Because because yeah. in the trailers for the latest one, um, they they actually had Lawrence Fishburne in it. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. there you go. So, um, I watched it. So, he does play a significant role in the movie, and he talks still just like Morpheus. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we're making the connection, guys. <laughs> this is uh, what uh, Matrix 4 is about. It's just like the tie-in to all the John Wicks. Yeah, <laughs> it should be like Matrix 4 and then colon John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, so so there's that, uh, and then the next thing is uh, there was a new trailer for that Sylvester Stallone movie, uh, Rambo: Last Blood. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's like so I I saw the trailer. It's about I guess he's no longer in in war, right? But he comes back home, and then his family's being captured. So now he's just like getting revenge. Um, and it just felt like Taken, but more like. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask, is this like Taken, <laughs> with Sylvester yeah. Stallone? Yeah. So so I don't know. Uh, it, it it's like it was supposed to be like kind of like uh, Sylvester Stallone's swan song for like Rambo because he did one for yeah. Rocky a few years ago. So I don't know. <laughs> Are you gonna watch it? No. Okay, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 if you watch the trailer, the trailer makes it feel like a really, really bad early '90s movie. Like it doesn't. It feels like a made-for-TV movie. It doesn't feel like a theater movie. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it, wait, it's coming in theaters. 
actually don't even know. Uh, I think it will be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty questionable for me if it's going to be in theaters, actually. Okay. It's, it's, it's really odd. <laughs> All right. So the next news item I have is the Joker movie was uh, recently, um, was it, uh, debuted at a film festival and unanimous everybody loved it and said Joaquin Phoenix is like, perform- he gave a Oscar a Oscar worthy performance. Nice. So, nice yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I will watch it. I'm curious because, like, I, I talked to you about, uh, about it before. This is an original origin story, and mostly it's an original origin story. It's because nobody knows the origin of the Joker, so <clears throat> they could do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be good. I, I mean, it looked. I think like when I saw the trailer uh, in the beginning, uh, my first impression was like, "Oh, that's awesome that they have a uh, a different take on things uh, of how the Joker is." And it's just nice to. I'm always a big fan of uh, what could have had or what uh, about origin stories if it's different and not the typical uh, superhero super villain type. Mm-hmm. Not too stereotypical, I mean. That's funny. We have a Marvel News thing later that we'll talk about at D23 that you'll probably really like. Um, okay. So, so yeah, so the Joker thing. It's funny, though, because, like, it's like, oh, Oscar-worthy. Oh, this movie was a masterpiece. And, you know, all the imagery was amazing and so unique. And then when you look at the director, he's the director of the Hangover trilogy. <laughs> so, wait, how did that happen? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know what, what happened. But, I mean, it... It looked really good. Uh, it's come, so it's going to be, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and it, it was. It just goes to show too, like if the directors get the right opportunity to show their real talents, it could be amazing. Because like the, yeah. the thing too is that the Russo brothers, come on, they went from mm-hmm. directing the show Community to like Captain America Civil War and then Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Like that was them. So Yeah, but I mean like Community was a good show too. Well, yeah, but it's a completely different genre. It's it's comedy, oh, yeah. right? That's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So they went from comedy to the first movie they did was um, The Winter Soldier, which is still my favorite like um, uh, superhero movie because it was mm-hmm. so well done, like spy thriller, like twists and turns and everything like that. And the choreograph was amazing. And how the heck did they do this when they were like comedy directors? So that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So like this this Joker origin story, it's the the guy who made the like directed The Hangover. It's it's crazy. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Joker is the Joker, so there there could be comedic elements, but but it's it's a, I don't know. It's impressive to me that he's able to provide something that people are saying is Oscar worthy and like masterpiece. You know? Yeah, it, it's kind of weird because when I saw the trailer, it's uh, my first thought was like, oh, it's like uh, Patch Adams a bit. <laughs> oh, is it when you saw him in the white coat? Yeah, yeah, it's like the white coat, and then it's like, oh, it's a clown making a kid happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and then uh, he, he just wants to make things happy for everybody, and then things goes bad. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I, I like Patch Adams. <laughs> I mean, Patch Adams is on a different note, but, but we'll see, a uh, different tone, but we'll, we'll see how this goes. This is if Patch Adams happened in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, so, so the, the last news item before our main topics, um, is actually on you because you talked about it. League of Legends Mobile. No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, I'm not sure it's released yet. Oh, I think it might have been. Um, but League of Legends has, uh, a mobile version that you can play now that, um, you can, oh, you can download on the App Store. 
Uh, and you can, I, I haven't read too much into it, but I think you can probably, you had, you can play with other characters. I don't know if it's linked to your own personal account, uh, yet. Um, from what I saw, it was from like the, a Chinese server. So I can't say that it's, uh, it's final and it's going to be ready for like the, the, North American server. But I talked with our friend, uh, Hung and he apparently, he saw, so his friend was playing it too. So I don't know how, how far along they are into that. But it's a it's a pretty big step um, for people who don't know. Uh, League of Legends is a mobile game where you just try to destroy each other's base, and you can, each control you control an uh, individual hero, uh, and it's a three lane kind of like Dota. Um, yeah, so it, it's just kind of crazy that it went on mobile after like so many years. Uh, League is still pretty big, I think. So uh, it's ex- it's a little bit exciting to see how uh, how it will shape the market. Uh, now that you have like big games uh, such as League of Legends and potentially maybe Dota in the future and other games to hit the mobile market and provide a similar gameplay um, on through like 4G network or probably 5G by then uh, to, because internet connection is going to be a big issue uh, on how well it is going to be. But uh, what are your thoughts on it, Tony? I think it's actually... Uh, I, I'm not too worried about the internet connection because there are already like uh, league clones out there that use uh, the internet as well to play online, mm-hmm. and um, it they're they're fine too. And I think League is actually they were smart. They didn't release a mobile version because they wanted to see how the other ones would fare, right? The the ones that are like clones, mm-hmm. right? So right. after you know seeing those, then they could learn from p- potentially some of the mistakes so that they can make mm-hmm. the best version that they could because they are kind of like the flagship MOBA right now. Them and that's yeah, true. Both them and Dota, yeah. right? So I don't know if Dota has a mobile version yet, but but yeah, like it's. I thought it was a smart move. It's kind of like sometimes, like what um, I guess some of the things that Apple does, they do wait, but then they do make it better when they do release it. But then sometimes, yeah. it, what's annoying though is that when mo- when Apple releases things, they'll make it seem like they originally thought of it, which I'm I'm sure League will not do that. So yeah. That's true. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool though. Uh, it's pretty cool that something like that, uh, that, like you said, they, they are kind of like a big franchise and kind of like a flagship, uh, of the top, um, mobile game industry. Um, so we'll, we'll see how well it goes. Uh, the only thing I'm concerned about is just you're going to be playing like 20 to an hour games on your phone and it's going to blow up. I'm wondering if they're going to keep the same gameplay or if they're going to change the gameplay to make it shorter games. Mm. Yeah, but even like for 20 minute games, that's like crazy. That's, yeah, that's true. But then they already do it, right? They already do it with the the other games out there. And I I mean, like, even with this simple games like Zoom Zoom, like my my wife, she plays that, like, you know, like Mm. um, (laughs) she can play 30 to like 60 minutes easy on that game. You know, like it's, it's yeah. still going to be long games. Like, people still play a lot on mobile. Oh, no, no. Uh, but, but the thing, uh, yeah, I guess like, I should have specified more. Like, people are still going to play a long uh, amount of time on the mobile or spend a lot of, uh, of time on the mobile. But it's more of, like, the the games are going to be uh, one session of, of playing a game is going to be around like, 15 to 20 minutes rather than, like, short five minutes or something like that. Because you're, especially if you're competing competitively, uh, and you're like, oh no, my phone ran out of batteries in the middle of a game. It's kind of like you're playing on your laptop, suddenly like it ran out of batteries in the middle of a game, yet it disconnects you and you have to go back in and you, and all this hassle happens. 
it, it's going to be a little bit more. I find it might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, but we'll see how what their game plan is for that. Uh, because like for like say games like Zoom Zoom, if you normally you probably spend like five minutes, but you just spend a lot of game, a lot of time, to- uh, a lot of sessions of five, of five minute sessions. So it's it's not as bad. Uh, and so if you get you stop one uh, a little bit later, it's not too bad. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I get Easy. it. Um, it's like yeah, each session. But I think for the people who do play that game, they're gonna be aware of their battery. Like they they're like, oh, I don't want to mess up my record, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I guess, like, even, was it, uh, Pokemon Go, people start, uh, the, the reason people bought a love battery pack was for Pokemon Go. So, yeah. It's always yeah. up. Alright, so let's move on to the topic of the episode. Yep. Topic of the episode. So, two topics. So, the first topic is going to be actually Spider-Man and uh, the whole situation with Spider-Man. And I, I had a lot to say about this because it happened during the week that um, I was in Cancun and I was just freaking out. And um, so, so yeah. And then the second thing is we're going to be talking about D23 and my experience there where I, I went with like my wife. But um, yeah, let's let's first talk about Spider-Man with the Sony and Disney thing. And um, I guess what are our thoughts. So, so the summary, right? Uh, Spider-Man is, for people who don't know, Spider-Man, the movie rights are owned by Sony and Marvel owns merchandising rights. Um, and they struck a deal of many years ago that Marvel will be allowed to use Spider-Man in Marvel movies and the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, as long as Marvel was it help Sony with making the movies. So Sony would fund the solo movies for Spider-Man and then Marvel would have free reign, creative control on writing and directing those movies. And um, um, yeah. casting of the character was actually done by both sides, but Sony was the one who pushed for Tom Holland. And um, so on day one, uh, the, the first weekend sales, uh, all the profits that go uh, on the first weekend, only 5% of that will actually go to Marvel. The rest of the money will go to Sony. Um, so let me see, am I missing anything? Do you think I'm missing anything? No, I think that's pretty much the gist of it. Okay. So, oh yeah. So in exchange, right? Yeah. Then then Marvel can actually use Spider-Man in the Avengers movie and in the Avengers Endgame in Captain America Civil War. So there was like an exchange of the, the character. So the, a few weeks ago, it was leaked that Sony and Marvel, um, more like Sony and Disney actually, didn't agree for funding um, of the character for the future. So they were like back and forth about what really happened. And we don't really know. Uh, but what one of the things was that Sony was requesting for 50%, sorry, <clears throat> 50% of profits. But at the same time, they were going to be requesting 50% co-financing of the movie. So they would be like, I'll put 50% in, but then I will want to get 50% of the movie uh, cuts. Because they've been doing this for a while now, but only 5% of the first weekend. Um, and then Sony was like, no, it's okay. We're, we're good. We're good. We can handle the character on our own. We, uh, we learned from you guys already. So there's like been a lot of back and forth. Um, I know some people don't think it should be a big deal. And I know there are people on both sides. So yeah, we're here to discuss about that right now. So yeah um i guess i wonder how how it feels like for the actors like if they feel just as awkward they do feel awkward yeah because the whole week that it happened tom holland was quiet on social media and uh, it was i think it occurred on a tuesday and then d23 happened on the friday uh friday saturday sunday and when i saw like tom holland there on saturday 
Um, so he was promoting uh, the Pixar movie. When he was on stage, mm-hmm. everybody just cheered and said, go Tom, right? And then he was just so like, he's just like uh, awkward smile, awkward everything. Because I, I'm pretty sure like he was feeling that, that need to express himself, but he couldn't. So it, it was mm-hmm. just like really, really awkward. Um, and then at the end of like that, that presentation, he just said like, I know it's been a crazy week, but from the bottom of my heart, I love you guys 3000. So that was like kind of his way of addressing, but not addressing it. Um, and more recently, he said it sucks. Like he's so grateful that he's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and he will continue playing Spider-Man uh, no matter what happens. Uh, and he's still excited to see where his character can go. So that's kind of his official safe answer, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be. I guess like because now that the the whole I guess that all the whole series of events happened for the Marvel universe. I mean, there's more, but the whole uh, arc is more or less done. Sony doesn't really find like oh, I guess it's it's not what a fan wants anymore. Like they could do without it, and now it could go on its own on its own solo thing without the help of Disney or like being part of Marvel or anything. But it, it, at the same time, it kind of closes uh, off a lot of doors. For the future prospect, and it's kind of for, for like a for like an anime, for like a, I guess like a, a standpoint of just the lore uh, or like the backstory and everything doesn't feel as awesome as it'll be, and it, it got like really polit- and all the political stuff is just preventing that, and it's kind of just like disappointing because in the beginning you have all this movie about like oh yeah, his Marvel universe having their own show of origin stuff and then you have like Spider-Man solo movies which is cool on its own as well and then people were always like man wh- when would he like uh, pretty much do a crossover sort of thing and you do you, you get you eventually get it and it's like oh my god finally and now it's like you know what no what like, oh, we wanted this so long when I, it was so short-lived. Yeah, but to that point, right? Like, I think we should... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm still kind of optimistic that something will eventually happen. Like, even, like, if it's, like, years down the line, right? Because there was a point mm-hmm. in time where we all thought, oh, my gosh, it's impossible. The rights are from different companies. They're never going to have X-Men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're never going to have Fantastic Four. They're never going to have Spider-Man. But, you know, Spider-Man mm-hmm. already is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and... Disney bought out all the X-Men. So, so you know, it's like, it's hard to say things are impossible nowadays because, yeah, it's true. eventually things happen because um, I guess that's what they do eventually realize that fans want, right? Well, I don't know about what the fan wants. Okay, well, part of it, part of it. Not like 100%. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, if the situation happens where it's beneficial for the fan, uh, it's just by coincidence, I, I feel like... Uh, because I mean, uh, with X Men and everything, uh, that that's just I feel like, it's like just Disney expanding, uh, and trying to just become like the big conglomerate of like everything of all the entertainment stuff. And then right now it's kind of like uh, Sony was part of that family, and then they had like a separation, or like a like a family, uh, a, a little uh, family quabble, and then uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens afterwards if they end up making up or if it's just a, a long-term like you know what we were part of it we didn't really like uh, we can't really go back to that deal anymore uh so if, if they were never a part of it i, I will be more um optimistic i think of them getting back or of them joining 
But if they were part of it, uh, of each other once, and then they kind of went separate ways due to like different things, it's it's kind of like a a weird thing for me to to see it happen again. It's not like they they were part of. Um, it's not like they they were. Uh, uh, it might be not that it was too political. Maybe hopefully not. But uh, and it ended in a somewhat mutual note. But I hope when they do, if they do merge together, it'll be more of um. It, it won't be because like. Sony ran out of money or something, and I hope it's because they, they, they want to they do it for the fans and not just political reasons. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it, it's kind of tough because we don't really know where the future is going to go with this. Um, I mean, part of it, yeah. I'm hoping that Sony can craft a very good story that kind of slowly migrates out of the MCU. The problem, yeah, the big mm-hmm. problem is you haven't seen Far From Home, but in Far From Home, there's a lot of positioning of like Peter Parker to be the ne- the face of the next phase of Marvel movies. So so that oh. that really sucks. And there's oh. a lot of like stark callbacks. There's a lot of like um, Tony Stark like references of like reasons why things are happening uh, in Peter's life. So yeah. if they continue now, they suddenly can't refer to those things, and it's kind of awkward you know? uh, that's true. um and yeah. yeah and then like even the suits the spider suits right a lot of them were created by tony stark well now he can't use yeah. them right so it's it's weird yeah. um but yeah i mean the next thing that i think sony's gonna try to do which i'm kind of like mixed about um is getting spider-man and venom together because they're completely different tones yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but did, did um did Venom do well in the box office? Or was it okay? It did like <laughs> it did well. It did overly well to the point where people are like, "What the heck happened?" And um, it critically did horrible, but it did super well okay. in the box office. Which I would say I liked Venom because it was so bad it was good. Oh yeah, so okay. It it felt like an uh. old school Sam Raimi Spider Man movie, the Toby ones, but with a little bit more mm-hmm. dark. So. Well, given the like the track record of how Spider-Man was remade so many times, I wouldn't be surprised if they do like get a Venom and um and Spider-Man together that are different act- different actors for Venom or something to match the tone better. So I I wouldn't be surprised if there would be more reboots or the remakes of Venom later on down the line. I actually really hope that doesn't happen. I really like Tom Hardy as as Venom. So and then okay yeah and then having him i think having his dynamic with uh, tom holland the two toms is actually gonna be good but it's just i i i really hope sony doesn't mess up there there is like a good kind of like um outlook on this in that when the guy who took over the current like sony department of films um with all all that stuff when he took over the Mm spider-man movies released under him like not like far from home and not homecoming but like the venom movie and into the spider-verse where the two movies released under his mm-hmm. tenure, they were both like box office hits. And not only that, but Into, Into the Spider-Verse won an Oscar. So at least there's a silver lining where he might have learned everything he needed to be successful because he has been, you know, commercially successful yeah. with those two movies. Um, so if they do bring Tom Holland fully into their version of Spider-Verse, like those movies, then maybe it would be good. We'll see. I don't know yet. So Yeah, I mean, like that. I know for sure is the probably gonna do more uh, into the Spider Verse stuff, like different universe. But we'll, we'll see how that goes later on. Um, hopefully, 
uh, Sony will do something well in the next few series. Yeah, we'll we'll see because like the um they're already starting to do a Morbius movie, the vampire guy from the Spider Spider Man series. Oh, they actually yeah. casted freaking Jared Leto as Mor- Morbius. So I don't know about that, but yeah. Oh, oh, you said yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I, I heard Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually be a, more, a scarier Morbius. <laughs> uh, scarier Morbius of a bobblehead. <laughs> um, let's see. So, so yeah. Um, oh, and what I would really, really like, I don't know if it's possible, but do a live action version of Into the Spider-Verse where you can get Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be pretty, pretty funny, actually. Yep. And then they'll just all be arguing with each other. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Spider Man. Well, I'm Spider Man, and I work on Facebook. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, okay. So the next thing is um, D23. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about my experience at D23. It was mm-hmm. uh, super awesome, but the first part was really annoying because they it was a week before D23, and exclusives and signings and stuff go through a reservation process. And at San Diego Comic-Con, it was a lottery system. So the the window opens, you sign up, they do a lottery. But for D23, it's a first come first serve, which you can already imagine. Technically, that is really bad, right? So what happened was they announced it uh, on Friday, 12 p.m. would be the time that it opens up the window. And then you start signing up. So, you know, I'm sitting there refreshing my computer screen like until like 12. And then right at 12, the site says the site cannot be reached. And <laughs> and then I keep refreshing it. It does. It keeps happening. And then I, ch- I was like following their Twitter too. And then they like right at that moment, they're like, uh, sorry, guys, we are delaying it to 1 p.m. because of some last minute site optimization stuff. And it was like, dude, really? Like you don't like you're doing a site optimization, but you don't announce it on the actual site. You put it on your Twitter account that not everyone checks. And then, and then the other thing is that many people scheduled their work uh, lunch at that time so they could handle this. Yeah. And it's like, what the heck, man? It's first come, first serve. So then delay to one. And then at one o'clock, it hits. And uh, same thing happened again. And I was like, the website, website not working. Then I checked the, the website, the, was it the um, Twitter and Facebook again? And Twitter. they were like, so sorry. We identified the issue, but we'll be delaying the reservations until tomorrow saturday at noon and dude like there was so many furious messages about from everybody about like how um how everyone scheduled their friday to to do this reservation process and then and then uh, people who scheduled for 12 then had to take an extended lunch for one and then now it's completely messed up and then also it's in summer so on saturday many people were traveling me included because i was still in the air at noon when um Saturday happened. So so oh, when wow. Saturday happened, we actually had to uh, ask my wife's friend to do it for us. And when she did it, she signed in within the minute of it going up. But she didn't even get in. Like you get into a queue, a, a waiting line, and you have to wait until it's mm-hmm. your turn. And she waited up until 1 o'clock. And I, I told her too, like usually these kind of things at 1 o'clock, if you don't get it, you're done. So she waited till 1 o'clock. Yeah. And then like a little bit after that, then it said it's all, all been filled out. So it was just like a really, really bad reservation process. Granted, you know, D23 yeah. is the first time they're doing it. So they, they have time to change it and learn from it. But it was just Wait, it's the first time, the they're, first doing time they're doing the reservation what? process online. Oh, okay. How was it done before? Uh, it was uh, all lines. You just go there and get in line. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So I don't think they expected to sell out this year like that that quickly and with that amount of crowds and with that amount of people knowing wow. about the reservation process. Yeah, so, yeah. So um, that was a mess. But when D twenty three happened, it was like really fun, really cool, and it was like very similar to San Diego Comic Con, where you know you kind of get in your your overflow line to wait for an hour or two to get into the the standby line and then wait an hour or two to get into the main line and then you get your stuff if it's still there and not sold out. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And we actually, my wife and I, we actually dressed up. So on on Friday, we didn't. Um, But on Saturday, I wore my, I brought my Captain America shield and the Mjolnir hammer from from Thor. And Mm -hmm. I wore my Captain America sweater. And then my wife fully dressed up with makeup and everything as Peggy Carter. So that was cool. And then Sunday, um, she just wear her Mulan shirt, but then I uh, I wore the my sweater, who what is which is designed like the Endgame um, suits, the time travel suits, mm-hmm. and I held. So I got my my um, Stark gauntlet, the power gauntlet, um, the red one. Mm-hmm. So and then I had my Infinity gauntlet. So I was just walking around holding two gauntlets, <laughs> one <laughs> on each hand. So were you able to hold anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> it was the most inconvenient thing but it was cool yeah i was gonna say i remember the gauntlet they were like cool for like one time thing holding it for like maybe 10 minutes yep and before the whole day i'm like man this is gonna be so annoying just to hold yeah. to check so i see you didn't check your phone or anything yeah i always like had to take the gauntlet out to check my phone <laughs> but yeah it's it was cool though. A lot of people were like taking pictures of my, uh, me holding the gauntlets. They're like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And then also, what's really cool is that at the Marvel booth, there was this thing where you would like get in line, and then um, when you get to the front of the line, they have the the scene in Endgame where everyone comes together and comes through the portal, right? Um, so oh, yeah, yeah. you actually get to be that person going through the portal, and then they do a green screen and then put you in like the movie. So it so I got one where I came in through the portal and I held both of my gauntlets up. And then turn the lights on. So, so that was fun. Yeah, I remember it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I think D23 was pretty fun. And um, oh, on Saturday. So I guess we can talk about some of the announcements. But um, you want to talk about the Disney Plus deal first? Um, well, I, I guess like yeah, since you were at the event, you want to explain to them what the Disney Plus is? Sure. So Disney Plus is a Disney new streaming service that's uh, going to be, I think, going live in November, either November 10th or 12th. I don't remember, but um, it's going to be um, normally six ninety nine per month. Um, so it's going to have mm-hmm. all the Marvel shows, some Marvel exclusive shows, uh, some Disney exclusive shows, uh, things like that that we'll talk about in a bit. But for people who are at D23, um, they actually got a discount. And then for this week only, which by the time you guys hear this, will actually be too late. But for this week only, people who are, are, are free members of D23, the membership club, also get a discount. So do you want to tell them the discount? Yeah. And for people who don't know, D23 membership is also free. Um, and it, you don't have to be like uh, part of some subscription or anything. You just sign. It's just like any other kind of uh, sign up. You just sign up and you're part of it. And it's not that exclusive. Um, but it, I think until yeah, pretty much tomorrow, which is the twenty, uh, which is the second of November of uh, September, uh, there's a three-year uh, Disney Plus streaming service subscription deal where it's roughly one hundred forty-one dollars for three years worth of uh, worth of service. 
And that it's that's roughly about like four dollars uh, a month. Uh, I think like for for uh, Tony, that was how much you uh, you paid for as well, right? For being part of the for being there at, at Disney, uh, at DJ. Yeah, it's a, it's a one time fee. So we went to the kiosk and then we signed up, and then they actually gave us a founders pin, which is um, it's only made for that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's gonna be on it? That's gonna be cool for your listeners to. Is it incentivized to choose that over Netflix? Was it an addition to Netflix? Um, I would say over Netflix because there's not much Netflix left that um, I actually care about. So mm. let's see. Um, let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about all the stuff that's gonna be on Disney Plus. First of all, I want to be saying that The Simpsons. If you guys like The Simpsons, all 30 seasons of The Simpsons will not only be on Disney Plus, but it will be exclusively on Disney Plus. You won't be able to stream it anywhere else. So that was pretty cool to hear that you know you get all 30 seasons um the the funny thing is too they actually released a video of that and it was the simpsons family and then homer was like um announcing so-and-so we we love to be part of our our new corporate overlords disney and they're like (laughs) and then they're like okay wear the hat guys wear the hats and then bart is like no i don't want to and they're like wear the hats wear the hats and they're like trying to wear the the mickey hat (laughs) the mickey ears yeah It was like they're very aware too, like self-aware about like, oh no, like it's Disney. <laughs> so um, yeah, so yeah, that that video was really cool, self-aware, and then in the background had like um, the I think Rupert Murdoch picture in in the trash can, and then now like Eisner in in the foreground like picture. So it's kind of like saying, oh, we're no longer like um, Fox, we're Disney now. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's one thing. Um, there were a lot of Disney Plus announcements. Um, do you, were there any that you wanted to talk about first? Well, I, I think like for for me, like uh, in the the biggest thing uh, when I think about Disney Plus is all like the Disney Pixar um, uh, movies from the vault and everything will be accessible, right? Will be accessible for everybody yeah, yeah, again for the most part. Uh, if you want, yeah. So I think for me that that's like the, uh, when you think Disney's like okay, these are like the classics and they better be on it if for it to be something worth watching. Um, and of course, now that it got so big, I'm sure like all the Marvel, uh, all the uh, Marvel ones will be there and all like the Star Wars one will be, will be on it as well. Uh, for me, I, I just wanted like the, the Disney Pixar, the animated stuff pretty much. Um, and the Marvel and Star Wars will be just as big for, uh, people who are a fan of, of, of the franchise. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but there are some like original content too. So I I don't really watch Lizzie McGuire, but there is a Lizzie McGuire revival series happening. Um, so mm-hmm. that's interesting. There's also and Hillary Duff will be back too. Um, and then there's also um, the, I think you were excited about this, which is the Phineas and Ferb movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's probably one of the bigger things that I'm more excited about. Uh, for people who don't know what it is, it's pretty much just an animated series, uh, a, a musical animated series where they create. Uh, original music uh, for where they just bust into songs and it's just a animated show about two brothers that are inventors um, and they just do wacky crazy things and I just like it just because it's uh, a musical and of course speaking musical there's also high school musical right Tony <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just gonna talk about that I was man you got my uh, transition I was gonna say speaking of musical <laughs> um, so so high school musical it's interesting it's called high school musical the musical the series <laughs> so so many so <laughs> the concept is really interesting so it's about kids in the high school putting on a musical of high school musical oh so it's like Deadpool <laughs> <laughs> or high school musical yeah so it's 
it's interesting. It sounds pretty wacky, and I I don't know. It's it's almost like Glee, but it sounds like it will be. I don't know. It, it's cool. Like just thinking about like following through high school kids trying to put on a musical at their high school of High School Musical. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, we, the, there's like some for uh, there's some Marvel series that are gonna be original as well, right? I think uh, Miss you mentioned there was Miss Marvel, uh, She Hulk, and then I, I didn't know what Moon Knight was, so I. Uh, maybe you can educate me more. Yeah, man. That. Like, those three were pretty cool. But I was so excited about Moon Knight. Moon Knight is basically Batman, but he's dressed in white. And he also has, like, um, multiple personality disorder. So, yeah, oh. it's, it's so interesting. And then it's so cool that they're finally doing their, their like, Moon Knight character, which everyone has always said is the Marvel Batman. Um, and what's really interesting, too, is that a while back, they announced that Keanu Reeves is in talks to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nobody knows for what character, but a lot of people wanted him to be Moon Knight because, you know, oh. John Wick, Moon Knight. Come on. So, yeah, part John Wick, part Neo. Yeah, and all Batman, and he can play crazy. So, um, yeah. so yeah, like, that's Moon Knight, like, just in a nutshell. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I, I think um, you mentioned to me earlier uh, before, but there's going to be a, a What If animated series. Um, and can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, so What If is really cool. You were talking about like you like alternate origin stories, right? So, so What right. If is the animated series that Marvel has. And what they're doing is that for each movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's going to be a an animated What If uh, episode where they take one key component of that movie and then they change it. And then the, the, they'll, the episode is like all the stuff that happens after that change. So an example of that is that uh, for Captain America, the first Avenger, instead of like Steve Rogers getting the Super Soldier Serum, they're going to have an explosion happen where so he never gets it. And instead, the perfected super serum gets uh, injected to Peggy Carter. So she becomes Captain Britain. Um, so, so the, and then what's really cool is that they're getting all the original actors from the movie to come back and voice those characters in the animated version. So, yeah. That'd be interesting, yeah. Yeah, I, I like it because they can be original with it. Um, granted, there's some parts that they're not original because there's also Marvel zombies in there. Like, there's like a one where like someone's fighting a, a zombie version of Captain America. But in the comics, there is a, a zombies. But it's nice because now they can play around with all these like alternate timelines, alternate universe, and things like that. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's a pretty. I mean, I think for me, I like it because then. <laughs> The the um the other thing you might like is Toy Story. They're having a spinoff called um Forky Ask a Question. So um Forky is pretty much like that character that's a that looks like a spork in Toy Story Four. So mm-hmm. he, he's gonna have like a mini like series episodes about like he asks a question and then the kind of like educational short, you know. Yeah, that that be I can see. Is it like a five minute thing? Uh, I don't know how long it is, but they are shorts. They're not like full episodes. Okay, okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, it'll be a fun thing. So I, I'm, I think like I'm more curious about like in the long term how how Disney is gonna fare, like Disney Plus is gonna fare out compared to like Netflix, because I know like Netflix uh, uh has been in like the transition phase where they're they've been doing a lot more original stuff, um, and they've been reaching out to a lot more of uh great content provider, uh, great directors pre- uh, from the past to start making their own thing and becoming more about their own producers. Um, and they talk to people like Glenn Keane, who uh, 
for listeners who don't know, there he was like an animator slash director who did uh, who worked on uh, was it Tarzan or Mermaid? It's a very old school, traditional, like the classic Disney stuff. He was a Disney person, and he's directing more things as well. And then a few of my uh, friends, they they've worked on things, uh, animated shows recently that are gonna be considered the flagship for. Um, for Netflix upcoming uh, animated series, so hopefully they will do really well. Uh, the shows will do really well as well. But I don't know how Disney is gonna uh, after like three years uh, if it's gonna add anything new or if it's just gonna be those series and it's just gonna be adding making it long, making the series longer. Pretty much, I hope they do expand and get more original content in. I think they will. I think they will. I think right now what they're doing is they're trying to pull on nostalgic strings to get people familiar and want, mm-hmm. right? So like another series that right. Pixar is releasing is called Monsters at Work, which takes place like right after Monsters, Inc. So and then, mm-hmm. yeah. And then for the Marvel stuff, there's a lot of continuations of like existing things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, there's going to be, mm-hmm. what was it, WandaVision, which is Wanda and the Vision um, in like an alternate like reality where we don't really know why yet so it Mm -hmm. yeah but they do have original content because there are two new shows brand new stuff uh one of them is the world according to jeff goldblum um under national geographic brand and it's pretty much Mm -hmm. jeff goldblum he's just a personality and it's just gonna be him like just you know learning things going around and trying things so yeah it's Uh It'll be interesting because okay. it's, it's, he's just like one of those people where you just want to see his reactions to things, you know? Um, and then the other one, which is Kristen Bell, um, she produces it. It's called Encore. And it's also like another original show. It's a non-scripted show where they basically go around like looking for people from certain high schools that, you know, they graduated 30 years ago, but they were in like their, um, uh, I guess their musical group or something. And then like school theater, mm-hmm. high school theater. And then th- reuniting mm-hmm. them after 30 years to have them work on and do a performance, a reunion performance. So, yeah, it's like pretty creative and interesting things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hope it does well. But at the same time, it's kind of uh, the question of uh, would if you have this over Netflix or would you have or would you keep both? Or I guess it just depends on the the person who get or what they want. Right. Because I can see if people want to get their uh, Disney or Marvel fix or Star Wars fix, they would get this on top of yeah. Netflix. Because uh, Netflix you know, did have some pretty nice shows, but I'm not sure uh, how it is now. Um, so, yeah, the, the thing about Netflix is it is yeah. going, I think it's going down, but I think with Disney being released and being only like $4 a month right now, it's going to push Netflix to be better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this is like the, the competition that probably will shape uh, the streaming community or streaming mm-hmm. services uh, a lot yeah. more. Because um, then you, you saw like how, uh, was it uh, Comic-Con, they were releasing a lot more stuff on original Netflix. Uh, so we'll see how it goes for the rest of them, uh, for the rest of, of, this, of the other services. Because did you have, did you say Hulu before? I have Netflix and I have Hulu. Yeah. So between those two, which do you prefer? Because Hulu, you say you only watch it one or two, right? Um, I still actually watch more of the shows on Hulu because Netflix. Oh, I yeah. So Hulu, I prefer because it's more of the shows I watch. Netflix gets some of the same shows, but you have to wait for a while till the whole season's out. Then they release it on Netflix. Um, but Netflix uh. for original shows, I've only watched a, a handful of the original ones. 
and it's really hit or miss. Because like I, I actually That's watched true. Netflix uh, before for all the Marvel shows, but now they're gone. Ah, uh, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, if uh, I guess like once uh, Disney Plus come out, are you gonna cancel Netflix and then just gonna go to to just uh, Hulu and Disney we'll Plus? See. We'll see because like Disney Plus is still in its growing stages, but uh, there's a few more I want mm-hmm. to talk about, like Lady and Tramp movie. Um, yeah, oh, and then like Noel yeah. was a brand new Disney movie, original movie, um, where it goes, it follows like um, Santa Claus's daughter. Um, but yeah, like mm. it's still stuff that you know. I think there's a transition phase. I'm going to see how Disney Plus is going to be, and if I do like it, then I will um, probably cancel Netflix. I'm more likely to cancel Netflix than Disney Plus at this point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, I, I guess you also forgot to mention when uh, Disney Plus is planning to be or to start. Is it like November, yeah, November or something, 10th. right? Yeah. November 10th. I forgot to say, The Clone Wars and also uh, The Mandalorian and the Cassian Andor series are also going to be on uh, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, and sorry, Obi-Wan. Cool. There's going to be an Obi-Wan series um, that stars Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Cool. Uh, man, that was a lot of Disney Plus stuff, though. Um, oh, yeah. Like, when you told me about it, I was like, what did I have? Besides, like... The, the stuff that's already been released on movies. So, like, what do they have that will keep, like, users or, like, viewers wanting to come back to them? Yeah, all of that stuff and more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was really surprised when you mentioned all of that. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, they, they have a lot of stuff that they're pushing for. So, it's, it's like, I, I'm sure Disney also knows the competition. They're like, oh, we have to make people know like we have to make people want this one versus oh another streaming service so they really push for original content and they really push for making it super affordable so mm. yeah oh oh the other thing too i forgot to mention it's nice because you get seven profiles and you can have up to four people uh, on the same account streaming at the same time that's really yeah. nice for like just like retail six ninety nine a month, but for the discount was four four dollars. So I'm like, come on, it's a no brainer. Because like for me, it was like a long time ago. I was like, oh no, another streaming service. Do I really want this? Then they announced original content. I'm like, okay, maybe. And then Marvel was like, oh, that's cool. And then they're like, oh, six ninety nine. Oh, that's really cool. And then I was like, four dollars. I, I I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 how much are you paying for? Hulu? Um, I think around seven or eight dollars. I forgot. But I get ads okay. on Hulu. I still get ads. Uh-huh. Yeah, Disney, yeah. Disney Plus will not have any ads. Yeah. I, I think I saw somewhere recently there was like a, a bundle. Yeah. For like Disney Plus Hulu. And ESPN as well. Uh, and yeah, ESPN. But it comes with ads, right? So for 13 bucks. Yeah, I, I saw the bundle, but I was at D23. So I was like, oh, $4 a month for like the full service. I'm just going to get it. Yeah. No, no. I think it's pretty much the same, more or less. Yeah, I think you save more. Yeah, I think so. Because I don't even watch ESPN. So. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So. Yeah. It was, it's so <laughs> sad that ESPN booth was so empty uh, at D23. <laughs> So. I also get like ESPN is part of like Disney-ish. Yeah. Well, it's isn't it Fox? Oh yeah, it's Fox. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. ish. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so weird too because Hulu is mostly owned by Disney. So then at D twenty three, they were advertising like The Handmaid's Tale. I'm like, what the heck is? Why is this at D twenty three? Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's funny at D23 because it's like, yeah. So are all of them Disney princesses? (laughs) Okay, so more announcements. Um, uh, We were lucky enough to be in the the primary main panel 
um, at D23, and we got to see really cool stuff. Um, so Disney Live Action, they announced the Jungle, well, not announced, but Jungle Cruise was already, already being made. Um, they are there to promote it. So The Rock and um, Olivia, sorry, Emily Blunt came out and they're on stage promoting it. And The Rock actually came out in like those like kind of parade boats. So it was like the Jungle Cruise boat in a parade format so he came out in that so and then olivia so i keep saying that emily blunt um came out in a uh, a jeep and then they were like uh, they, mm-hmm. they promoted it and showed new trailers for jungle cruise which kind of looks like an indiana jones type movie which is a little bit odd and i'm like they made a ride into a movie it's kind of weird jumanji it felt like jumanji <laughs> Said Jumanji. Wait, was Jumanji? What? What was it? What? What company was it with? I forgot. Jumanji. Yeah, and and really felt like Jumanji because it was still in the jungle setting, and then The Rock was in it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's a new Jumanji. Yeah, <laughs> with The Rock, but they replaced the girl. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so. The other thing, uh, oh yeah, Disney animation. I really liked Disney animation. It gave us like like five to eight minutes of Frozen Two. Like we watched like a full oh. clip from the movie. That was really cool. Um, and it looks good. It's it. So the story of Frozen Two is more like how did Elsa become like Elsa? Like how did she kind of like it's a sequel, but it goes over the origins. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like a flashback. Sort of thing, yeah, right. And then um, that's <laughs> funny because the scene that we saw was a flashback. <laughs> um, and then they announced a brand new movie called Raya and the Last Dragon, and um, yeah, what? that looks really good. It's based on Southeast Asian culture, and the mm-hmm. the people who worked on it they said that you know, so they're Asian. One of the girls Asian. They said that they grew up watching Hong Kong movies and action flicks. So what they're trying to do is combine that with like Disney style for this movie. So this movie will have the culture of Asia and then it's about dragons and myths and there will be martial arts in it. The main girl is like like um uh, kind of like a swordsman type of girl with like the the, <laughs> the hat like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. And then but there's a dragon, Raya, right? The the dragon's not mm-hmm. a typical dragon. It's it's a very like floaty kind of like dragon, but it looks colorful like a unicorn and it has an attitude. And the voice of the dragon is um, the actress Aquafina. So yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty interested to see what it yeah, would look like. Yeah. Uh, so Aquafina was actually there on stage too to promote the movie, and man, she got a huge like crowd, like wow, you know. But I'm I'm um I, I talked to my friend about this. I'm a little bit tired of Aquafina. <laughs> She's in everything now. Oh really? Yeah. Is she? She's um in a lot of Asian stuff, and it's kind of like, can you um can you let other Asians be actors too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but did, did she just blow up recently because of um, Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, so she was in Crazy Rich Asians. She was in um, Ocean's Eight, and then she was in her own movie, The Farewell, and then she was casted in Shang Chi um for Marvel, and then now she's also in Raya and the Last Dragon. Like it's. It's all like the big budget. She has her hand in every single big budget like category. No? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, anyway. Um Pixar, two movies. First movie is Soul. Do you did you know know anything about it? Soul? No. So no, not Pixar well. the the Pixar people came out. Um Pete Doctor and uh a few other people. I I can't remember, but they were talking about how Pixar mm-hmm. always asks the questions that we wonder, but we never have the answer for. Like the movie Inside Out is like, oh, what if our feelings were, you know, um, you know, interacting mm. with each other, or um, uh, things like uh, 
like, oh, what if like we can go to a paradise or whatever it is for up, you know? And they were just talking about that. And then the, they were like, oh, well, this next question that we want to ask is, what is our soul? So, you know, where do our souls come from? What makes us us? And they, they they framed all that. Then they showed the, the clip of the movie. And basically, it's about this high school band instructor. Um, and he's like always doing all these things of high school. And he feels like his life is unfulfilled. But as a side gig, he plays for like a, a, a nightly jazz group. And basically, one of the days, he got his big break. And he got his big break. He was so excited. He came out, called his wife, talked about that, walked across the street. And then suddenly a car hits him and then the hit, then you just see his soul in a black space and he's like, what happened? And that was the end of the clip. So it's basically the story of like his soul and where the souls came from and what that world of souls is like. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, it was a pretty interesting concept. Um, they did go over a little bit more about like the, the soul. The, I forgot what they said, but it was pretty funny, the, the puns that they have. Like they have a school of like the different souls and you have to learn to be a soul. And then afterwards you get transported to earth into a body. Um, and then they're saying that the main character will meet one of the souls at the school that doesn't want to go onto earth because earth sucks. <laughs> so they're like, why go there and deal with all the stuff in on earth with all the, you know, craziness while we can just live here forever, you know? Um, so yeah, Jamie Foxx is going to be playing the main role. And uh, I can't remember, uh, I think Questlove from from the roots is going to be in it yeah yeah. um yeah yeah i can't remember if tina fey was in this one or in the other pixar movie i think it was the other one but yeah it was a big cast jamie fox was there too like in on on stage to promote it so yeah um i mean what do you think about soul i know you like pixar so yeah Um, i I told you like when you told me when you mentioned uh pete doctors like oh i have all the the famous people that could be there I think that I'm more excited that you got to meet Pete Doctors than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete Doctor is like amazing. Like, and then I think, was it him or someone else? I think it was him that showed the picture of back when he was still working at Pixar when, you know, as a lowly employee when Pixar was owned by uh, Steve Jobs. So, yeah, yeah. And then just showing the progression of like how he became who he is today and telling the stories. And he worked on the first Toy Story. So, like, hands-on work yeah. on it. So, that that was really cool. Um, yeah. So, the other Pixar movie was Onward. Nobody really knew what Onward was about. They just knew that it was a fantasy, like, trolls. Was it trolls? Elves? Maybe elves. Um, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. nobody knew until, until like, you know, the, the announcement. And then they showed us eight minutes of it. And I was like, what the heck? It's so good. It's like, it showed the, so the basic premise is um, just, uh, it, this will be in the trailer. So the basic premise is um, it's a world, it's our real world right now. But then there's still like, you know, elves and fairies and stuff like that that live in our real world. But because magic has been replaced by technology, they kind of all forgot about how to do it. So they're living like normal people. Um, so magic pretty much doesn't really exist in this world anymore, except for in card games like Magic Gathering. Um, and the main characters are these two brothers, the younger brother who didn't meet his dad, the older brother who hasn't met his dad before, but his dad passed away. And they're played by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Um, and yeah, oh. so 
they were both there to promote it with Tina Fey. And um, so I guess they came upon this note that the dad had left for them and said, oh, cast a spell for me to come back and see you for 24 hours. So then, you know, the older brother didn't have the magic, the younger brother did. Um, but they cast him midway through and then the spell messed up. So it only conjured half the body. <laughs> so just like bottom half of the body. Um, so the rest of the movie, the premise is they're supposed to go find this magical gem piece that they need to complete the spell so they can fully summon the father back to uh, spend time with them. But the whole journey, they're bringing their father with them, but the bottom half. So they have to figure out ways to interact with him through just like tapping his shoe or things like that. So kind of like bonding moment too. So it, it's like a really uh, unique story that I'm glad people are still coming up with original stories. So, so mm. yeah. So what do you think? I mean, uh, I I'm always a, like a fan of like a, a fantasy stuff. I think when when you mentioned like oh it's like uh, in a world where like real world world with um, fantasy based characters or creatures, uh, my first thought was it was it blight oh, or something? Yeah, yeah. right. It, but then minus like the the human yeah. side, it would, it would just be like all myth- uh, mythical creatures. And I'm like, oh, it's just like that. That'd be cool. Because I, I like that world that they portrayed uh, in Blight anyway. So uh, I'm, I hope to, I was hoping to see like more of the, the world being developed. So I, I, I'm excited to hear like there's a movie about that. Yeah, definitely. They they do have like, you know, all of them are now living in suburban, suburban homes and, you know, the... The mailman yeah. is like a troll, and actually, no, it's funny because uh, there's gnomes that do uh, do a garden work, and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, so, um, it's kind of like that kind of humor, which is really really cool. Yeah, I think I was looking at um, I saw like part of the trailer uh-huh. just now, and I saw like there was like those this kiddie pool, and then the one of the mermaid was just lying in, in it. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah it's it's just things like oh what if these magic creatures live in our world today you know so yeah but yeah small gags so it's kind of like uh if you imagine like monsters inc but minus like made made up monsters with uh mythical monsters instead or fantasy monsters yeah yeah pretty much that that's how it is yeah yeah all right so back to disney live action um they announced a uh, cruella de vil uh they show the picture first picture of emma's Emma Stone. Emma Stone as a uh, Cruella de- Deville, which I'm kind of like, I, I don't really really care, because <laughs> they already had a live action version of Cruella Deville in the Dalmatians movie. So, but it's supposed to be kind of like Maleficent, where um they're trying to portray how did she become Cruella Deville. So it's okay. yeah, I'll uh, be yeah. I guess we'll we'll see how it looks like. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to to imagine her as Cruella Deville. Yeah, we'll see. Um. And speaking of Maleficent, they they had more more uh, clips of Maleficent too. Uh, Queen was it Queen of was it Evil Evil Queen of Darkness Queen of Evil Evil Darkness I don't remember <laughs> Mistress Mistress uh. of Evil Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Angelina Jolie was there to promote it, and um, they showed a good clip from the movie that basically this movie. So the first movie was about how she became who she is, and you kind of understood her. But this movie is the origin mm-hmm. of how she actually became evil. So there's some more. Oh, what was that? Okay, no, no, it was just weird because like the 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 first one was kind of like it more or less showed that she how she became evil or why she became the way she is. Well, but now there's yeah more than that. The first movie was how she became who she is, but she still had a relationship with um Aurora. So, but the this, right. uh, this movie is more about like her and Aurora no longer like being um being like together because. Now they're really, really like splitting up. 
Oh, okay, okay. So it's a sequel yeah. to the other one, but it's not it's not like an in between of the of, of the previous one. Yeah, and they actually had the same girl who played Aurora in the first one um come back to play Aurora now. Uh, you know, like that many years later. Now she's twenty one. When she filmed the first one, she was like fourteen or fifteen. So that yeah, that, oh, that really? was that was pretty cool to have the same actress do it. Yeah, I, I thought she was like older than that. Yeah. Oh, well, it, yeah. Like- um, they showed uh, a, a, a five-minute clip of Mulan live action, and it was the scene where she's trying to impress the matchmaker, and then the, the father was called into the army. And um, I looked at my wife when we were watching that, and she cried. Like, that's, that scene was really, really, really well done in the movie. And the Mulan movie doesn't feel like, you know, one of those typical Disney remakes like The Jungle Book or um, Lion King or any of that. It feels more like a Hong Kong movie that happens to be in English. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. It's, there's no musical. There's no like singing. There's no like ridiculous like um, fantasy elements. But it's more like straight up like a you know Hong Kong um, kind of like period piece with um yeah, it, yeah it's it's very very good. Like I'm I'm really excited to watch it. It feels more dramatic than it, than it should than like a the Disney musical. Yeah, yeah. It's it's totally just like like if you had if you said that the Hong Kong director directed the movie, I believe it. You know. Mm. So, um, yeah. So then now we have Marvel. Uh, Marvel has Black Panther 2. That guy came out and then Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel, was like, so can you tell us the, the real title? And he's like, nah. And it's like, <laughs> so can you tell us who's in the movie? Nah. So can you tell us who the villain is? And it's like, nah. <laughs> and like, well, you kind of leave us with something. And then he's like, I, I guess. So it's going to be released in so-and-so. <laughs> so he just came up the director just came up the stage for Black Panther 2 just to say what the release date was so, so what was uh, April was it sorry not Black Panther tw- Black Panther 2 release date sorry I was looking at the first one uh, it's gonna be May 6 2022 so okay yep um, and then the other thing for Marvel was the Eternals, which is the movie that has uh, has um, all those like ancient um, characters like Thena and um, Icarus and all of that. So as yeah, oh, so cool. Angelina Jolie's in it. Um, uh, um, Richard Madden is in it. Uh, Gemma Chan has been announced to be in it. And Kit Harington, dude, Kit Harington from Game of Thrones is gonna be in it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty crazy. What is he uh, playing as? They announced it, but I can't remember. Did they announce it? I don't even remember. Yeah, but um. Anyway, oh yeah, he's gonna be playing the Black Knight. Um, let's see. It's kind of funny. He's from Game of Thrones. He's gonna be playing a knight. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, that was that. And then finally, the Star Wars um entire cast came out with J.J. Abrams for Rise of Skywalker, and oh. I showed you the trailer they released on Monday, but we saw it in the in the panel. Like right then and there, and then that mm-hmm. clip of Ray with the lightsaber, like it was the most mm-hmm. insane response I've ever heard. It was just everyone was like, it was like, like "Oh being... my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now it's just like so many more questions. But yeah, so then on Sunday we didn't go to it, but they announced a bunch of stuff for the Disney parks, which I don't really know much about, so I'm not going to talk about it. So yeah, um, yeah, so that was D23 in a nutshell, a very large nutshell. <laughs> 
Yeah, because then uh, when I talked to you, you sounded like super excited for all the stuff. And I was like, man, you gave me more news about D23 than you did about San Diego Comic-Con and, and pretty much everything else in the previous um, month. Yeah, like the thing about, the thing about D23 is that it announced everything that I cared about. Whereas San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic-Con, it's like a bunch of stuff, yeah. but I don't have like a strong tie with a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that was that was really cool. And actually, it was just we were so lucky to get into that panel. Like we got to see all the stars from all the upcoming Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel. Yeah. Wait. How did you get it? What? You guys get into that one? There was like an exclusive thing. Oh, right? there's standby lines. I'm oh, sorry. There's, there's, a, there's standby lines. Oh, standby lines. Yeah. Okay. But for some reason, I think they messed up the line. So we came at like eight thirty, and then they let us in at nine. Um, but people who stayed from like 4 a.m. didn't get in. So I think the people who queued up the line, they messed up and didn't know which lines were first and which lines were not. Mm. So we were completely lucky that we got in. Oh, that's, yeah, it's pretty nice. It's yeah. awesome. Probably not going to happen again in the future, but, you know, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, a, it's your first time, so it was a good experience and everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we got a bunch of, like, exclusive items, too, that we bought. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was good. Ah, anyway, shall we move on to the mailbag? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, you. So the thing that we had last time, the the question we had was, what's your favorite vacation spot? And you and I already said yeah. Japan. So I don't, I don't think we got a lot of responses. Let me see. Um, we got. Oh, Judge Greg says Disney World Vacation Club, and then uh, almost better than silence says heading there for honeymoon in a few weeks oh oh yeah because um i forgot uh i think doug he's married now so yeah i remember we both got engaged around the same oh, time yes. <laughs> um yeah so then let's see so yeah judge greg's part of enthusiasts and real hero talk and gamers without borders with nick so just fyi um and then almost brandon silence is uh they're a really cool video game podcast uh john layola from one track gamers with Corey and amanda he says spent time in hawaii and it was great um and you know we got a lot of responses but i never got notified so now i'm looking at it um talking crafts podcast they're really cool like a uh, movie podcast and they said Mm -hmm. so they're actually from um europe and they said best place i've been to is vegas it's like a different world but that was with the lads and not really a relaxing holiday (laughs) um there's a place i go to in spain called altia really quiet and nice have you heard of that no, oh, it's in Spain. I wonder if it's close to Barcelona. Um, was it called? Oh no, I haven't. Okay. Wow. Um, and then Sword Chomp says, so far the best place I've been to is Okinawa. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Geeky Girls Night In says, I love very specific parts of Florida, Miami, and the Florida Keys. I also love Puerto Rico, but the Keys hold a really special place in my heart. If it wasn't underwater by the time I retire, I'd maybe like to retire there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> the lost city of Puerto Rico. <laughs> wow, lots of uh, good responses. So, I mean, it's it's kind of like one of those questions yeah. that people can all relate to, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's the question we should, we should ask this week? Oh, oh good. Uh, would you get Disney Plus? I don't oh, know. <laughs> huh. uh, that's good. a good question. I'm curious about that. How many of them we want to actually... Sign up for Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll we'll tell we'll ask people we'll ask you guys uh, how many of you are willing to sign up for Disney Plus or would you would you sign up for Disney Plus? Um. Yeah. yeah. Would you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I mean, like, I'm tempted to actually. It's just I don't know. Like, I don't know how much time I have to to watch a lot of the shows. You know, because a lot of things I watch is probably a lot of animated stuff, and they're mostly for reference uh, than I would like for entertainment. So it's just like, oh no, I watch it, but how much time will I actually spend on it? Like. Actively, but I mean, you have the full repertoire. You basically have your own personal encyclopedia of animation, right? So. Oh no, no, I know that. That's why it's so great. Like I, I know I have it, but like how often will I use it? You know, it's kind of like you buy like all this just for uh, one that one uh, or two times that you might use it in a month or two in case I might need it. Yeah, but like, but but you. I, I won't be using it actively. It's just like it's a resource. Yeah, yeah. but you also... I'm paying a subscription. You, you also get access to Blue Sky. Because <laughs> now it's it's under Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> well, I mean, it comes down to kind of like... If I'm paying like uh, four bucks a month or something... Four or five or six, six, six dollars, right? Six dollars a month or something. Um, and then if I use it actively then I think it's worth it. But if it's just for like resource purposes, I could probably buy like a DVD for roughly the same price or use DVD and then watch it like oh, that. that's true. Good point. Yeah. And it's there forever and it's not... Yeah. Economic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well... Yeah, so it's it's more of like of what of what it'll be like, uh, what it'll have later on, I guess. Because I'm sure that, uh, I'm pretty. I think like it'll probably have was it uh, Avengers uh, Assemble or something? Oh uh, yeah, Avengers uh, Earth Mightiest Heroes Assemble something like that. And that was a pretty good show that I enjoyed. Oh yeah, I forgot about that show. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, well, I guess, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, listeners, tell us. Yeah, and we all know you guys. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a founding <laughs> member, so. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so listeners, if you guys uh, want to let us know, uh, we'll be sending out a tweet with uh, along this episode. So uh, let us know if you guys will be signing up for Disney+. Plus. All right, let's move on to the final lap. Yeah, the last few episodes we've been recording, we've been skipping game time because we don't have time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been. I, I mean, this week is just so many stuff for you to come back. I with. know. It's like playing catch up. Uh, catch yeah. up and mustard. Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, it's not like coming too. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Oh, Nothing. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So we have Twitch. I haven't been on it since July, but I will. <laughs> I will soon. Um, so you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, one of my friends, he's he's also um, doing Twitch. He hasn't streamed for a while because his monitor is broken. But if you guys want to check him out or give him a subscribe, it will really help. It's nonfat12. So N-H-A-N-P-H-A-T-1-2. Um, and then you have some people you want to promote too, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, so I heard the, the the name is just I thought I was like F H E was like oh P H T okay. <laughs> um, uh, as always, uh, check out our friend uh, Steve at mindfulbuilder dot com, uh, and he is a great craftsman that will help you or like consultation or create his own customized stuff for you if you really need a certain furniture or anything <laughs> yeah he'll also tell you if uh, he can't make it but he can find it for free then he'll tell you that too yep um oh yeah uh also this is like kind of a news ish not really but uh right now on epic store uh celeste and inside are free to download for the pc so if people are interested in uh checking that out uh i, I don't know when is this episode going to be released, released on monday 
Okay, yeah, so it'll still be on there. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to check out the game, uh, it's there until September 5th, so awesome. check it out. Awesome. Okay, all right, so this was a very long episode, but it typically is a long episode every time there's a convention that we, we need to recap. So, um, man, and I really wish we had a GamesCon episode too, because GamesCon happened a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, GamesCon yeah. this week too. But yeah, yeah. we'll probably do that next time. Um, but yeah, no time for time yeah. travel. Signing off. Hurting our warp speed. See ya. Bye. I love, 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 I love